Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Medusa Asadam, here to give a general check-in reading for this week. Keep in mind, this is a general reading, so it may or may not resonate with you. And also, this reading will be timeless. I will be pulling energies from the past, present, and future, so just take it however it resonates, only if it resonates. If you're interested to see what the cards have in store for you this week, then definitely stay tuned. Hello everyone, welcome, welcome. So this week, well today I wanted to do a check-in for this week. Um, I was cleaning my room and I was like, you know what, I, I, I feel like I, ha- like I had this idea to, to do it. So I was just like, okay, yeah, let's, let's find some time to do it. So let's see how things are going this week. I got a swing <laughs> for the baby. And so she, I've been testing it out for the past couple of days, and she has been doing really, really well. Um, we tried the four moms thing, and she just really wasn't into it. And so I was like, well, maybe we should just do a swing this time. And uh, she's been doing well with that. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I hear her. No. Okay. That was just... It's just my imagination running away with me. Okay. (laughs) So let's see. What is the check-in this week? How have you guys been doing so far? I hope everyone has been doing well getting through this week. There's supposed to be like this storm happening. I don't know how true that is. I saw saw it on YouTube. There's like this, uh, I don't know what you call them. But they, like, the people, I don't want to say the wrong name or the wrong title or whatever, or job title, I think you would say. Um, but he's on YouTube, and he was talking about how, like, uh, he, as far as the weather goes, it was supposed to be, like, this storm that's coming. So it was, like, snowing on the West Coast, and it's supposed to um, uh, make its way uh, through the United States and head into the East Coast. Um and so, yeah, and I think New York was snowing, or at least I heard someone ask someone if New York was snowing. I never, I wasn't sure if I ever got the answer, um, but it was supposed to be like a storm from like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, we didn't really get much of anything. Like, it looks like it's about to be like, it's about to rain, but most it's just mostly cloudy right now. So, yeah interesting stuff right interesting stuff um me i've been you guys it's so hard being a stubborn person it's so hard especially when you when you're at the point in your life where it's like you no longer want to be stubborn and you want to work with people (laughs) like it's it's just really hard like um if you guys been keeping up with the podcast so far um I have been going through, like, this shift that kind of just laid, like, just kind of, like, just appeared, kind of came on my doorstep, hey, I'm here, I'm moving in, and so I've been trying to deal with it, trying to cope with it, I don't know, like, and, like, like, a bit weary, but, like, having to, like, accept it, you know what I'm saying, and it's just been, it's been really really interesting and I will be honest and say it was it's been difficult um but I I don't know last night I was saying to myself like at 2 a.m I was like you know 
I want to, I want to move forward. You know, I want to, to stop being stubborn. I want to forgive. I want to be in that space of divine feminine energy and doing and, and just getting through that work. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's easier said than done. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I like repeat it, like a mantra, I forgive, I forgive, I accept, I accept. I want to, I want to move forward. I want to move forward. Like it, like, it's like, actually, it's like the baby steps kind of thing, right? It's not as easy, like, when, um, the girl from Kill Bill, right? When she was like, move your big toe. And then eventually, like, it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, but it kind of feels like that, though. Like, where you kind of feel, like, a bit paralyzed in that sense where, you, like, you, you can't move forward for whatever reason. My immobility, I hope that's the right word, is, um stubbornness like I'm I'm just a little bit stubborn even with myself like even with everything that's happened you know these past couple of weeks and even with the fact that I'm willing and ready to move on <laughs> there's still the stubbornness in me that's even being stubborn with myself because there is this like fear of what if syndrome like it's like this what if syndrome that is like I must I have to be prepared for regardless of the fact. And I, and I feel like that is what you would consider the ego that's talking. Um, and we've talked about this before in previous, previous long, like just way previous pod, uh, podcast episodes, where it's like when, when things change, right, it's difficult for the ego to, um, to comply and to, to, get with get comfortable with change right like our ego will allow us to stay in something right that is stagnant or just like there's no progression or it's just like just terrible or you know it's not promising or you know all of those things our ego will allow us to stay in those spaces as long as it's comfortable you know what i'm saying as long as it's comfortable and for me I'm comfortable with thinking of worst case scenarios, um, because that's just, just in it. And I realized last night, I was like, I feel like I was, that's just how we roll type thing as like a family. Like my mom, when I was, um, uh, our, a family friend whom I've known since I was a little girl, she, um, she comes to test my kids and, um, uh, she, she was saying how, like, my kid was doing really well, and, um, he, she was just asking, um, him questions in regards to, uh, the next level, and he was struggling with some of those stuff, so she was saying, like, oh, for the summer, you know, um, just ha just talk with him, just prepare him for the next year so that, you know, he understands and he's more comfortable and this kind of third don't make it like this rigorous thing of like just like doing like um times tables times tables times tables type thing she was saying like just like discuss w with him and he's the type of person he likes to talk so just try and be more like just have more open conversations rather than like just having him at the table and just doing like worksheets and all that stuff like that, which was like, that's pretty cool. You know, that's understandable. My kid really does love to talk. Um, and so I have this, I, you know, I panicked cause I was like, well, does that mean like he's not 
good? Is there something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Did I fail him? All these kinds of things. And um, I told my mom this. and My mom was like, oh, well, maybe she's like part of this kind of like conspiracy where like she has to she has to meet a quota uh, where like some certain kids, um, you know, can't pass and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, mom, you can't don't say that. And I would like, it was just, uh, it was the worst. Like it's the worst. And I was just like thinking about it last night and I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is where I get this from. <laughs> and it just, the list goes on. The experiences goes on. There's just so many experiences like that where like, I'll say something to my mom or to my family, you know, and, like, they'll just think of, like, the worst case scenario. <laughs> and we'll sit there and have discussions. And, like, I was just thinking about, like, just how, like, that's just a part of my character. Like, that's just my personality. You know, I can sit here. So, when, like, my husband can, for you know, for instance, my husband can sit and say, trust me and da 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 da, da. And I'll just think, okay, I want to trust you. But what if x y and z a b and c e f g what if huh what if and then i'll be looking stupid <laughs> and it's funny now when i think about it but really it's 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 excruciating it's painful because it's like i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to do this anymore and you know it's painful because I, I, I can't help but, you know, and that has been an issue for me these past couple of weeks. Well, well, in this time, right, in this moment, right, during these days, like, it's, um, it's hard for me to break free or rid myself or, or remove myself from this tether, right? So... Let's do a check-in. Let's do a check-in. I feel like I've been, I've been, I'm always pretty transparent. And I always, you know, like, give my personal experiences to just kind of, like, so people don't feel like, you know, like, they're not, like, they're, like, so that they don't feel like they're alone in situations. You know, oftentimes I'll, like, listen to people and, you know, I'm, and, it has nothing, it's not about that. It's just more so, this is how I do my readings. I just feel comfortable sharing my experiences so people don't feel alone. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, and that's, and that's just pretty much it. And, you know, reading for me, you know, it started off as a personal thing. And then I was just like, oh, I, you know, I want to share this. You know what I'm saying? And so it'll always be personal, you know, even if I'm sharing it with people, right? So we start off here with the tower. Oh my goodness. We're using the voodoo tarot deck. Okay. So tower, confidence, pride, strength. Okay. Whew. Let's see here. So we have the tower. I think we had the tower like those la like last couple of readings, right? If, if I wasn't mistaken. So the first one, I think Sunday was the tower, but it wasn't, it wasn't in the reading. It was like, I think I remember saying, saying yet, yeah, uh, the last reading that I had flipped the last card, like, you know, after the reading and I saw the tower and I was going to mention it, but then I was just like, never mind, like it's done. Right. But then we got the tower that Monday. 
And so now, and those were like towards the end, right? And so now we start off here with the towers, right? So yeah, it's just a bunch of dismantling here. That's the word that comes to mind. And I feel like that word came to me last night, dismantling or yesterday, one of those things, right? But it's the revealing of core issues, okay, of the self, right? It's the inevitable sacrifice and the violent upheaval that is unavoidable, right? And so, like, pretty much what I explain as far as myself, how does this relate to you, okay? Um, what are some things that, are, that you feel like in this time that is being revealed about your core self and this is the sacrifice we need to to make like give it up give it up right it feels like a sacrifice because it's like that big what if like what if you know like what if i need it right but it's like at the same time in this time we don't like what if you don't need it you know what i'm saying so it's like give it up you know what i'm saying not but not give it away like you can't just like give it away you know what i'm saying like we'll only just be kidding ourselves when we decide to like mask things with positivity or coat you know coat it with positivity like it's like it's still there you know what i'm saying it's still going to be there it's still going to exist it's just part of just the human condition the human wiring you know what i'm saying that doubt or whatever the case may be right so it's just more so of whenever these things come to mind whenever this doubt comes to mind right we must ask ourselves why do we doubt this right and do we have actual facts no factual truths you know what i'm saying that will uh that can warrant this or that can um how do i say this that can support this narrative that uh, of guilt that you know or did i say guilt doubt of doubt or guilt right that could be that it could be someone's doubting something but it, it could be like this guilt you know what i'm saying like oh you know i did this to this person so you know they might do this back to me so you know it, it could be whatever this is right so with this tower here regardless of this upheaval there's this need to remain secure in your power okay and be confident here um, I feel like for some, it could be this dismantling of pride, okay, um, and, uh, you know, just the things that comes with that, the word stigma was going to come to mind, but, um, yeah, so it's this energy of getting, it, it, it could feel like, so, because it feels like a mask of some sort, so someone may be feeling like pride is strength, you know what I'm saying? Um, that fierceness is strength, right? But I feel like it's a dismantling of that and getting to what strength really means, okay? Um, uh, discovering boundless wealths of self, right? And breaking free from limiting beliefs of self, right? And so I feel like this pride can come about, you know, like, I just feel like this is not the true, that's not true strength, right? Um, I feel like, uh, like, it's all, like, just kind of, like, uh, dismantling so that a person can really know what strength is all about. And you know me, let's pull out our handy-dandy dictionary so we can get the definition of strength and its uh, synonyms, okay? Let's see. So strength. So it says power, brawn, brawniness, muscle, uh, muscularity, blur, uh, blur, burliness. So the quality or state of being physically strong, the capacity of an object or subject to withstand great force of, uh, 
pressure, okay, the potency or degree of concentration of a drug, chemical or drink. Okay, well, <laughs> okay. So I like, so I feel like number two is definitely, I feel like number two is definitely like kind of like, like saying like this is it. Like it's kind of raising his hands here. So the capacity of an object or substance to withstand great force or pressure. Okay, and so what is that pressure? For me, that pressure is is doubt. Okay, and when that doubt kind of comes in, I cave. You know, I cave. I, I surrender to it. I succumb to it. And it's just like, I'm just a, a, a Debbie doubter. You know what I'm saying? Um, so... We have here solidness, durability, okay? And we need that durability, right? That sturdiness and firmness and toughness, right? That word firmness came in with the last reading, right? So toughness, um, resistance. Okay, so let's let's see what the tower says here in the Mary L. Um, tarot guidebook. So it says here the tower liberates, okay? Um... It says here, the tower is the energy, power, and life force to create or destroy. It is the eye of God with all of the creative and destructive power of the same. It says we can take that power and harness it for something great. We can crumble and be ruined under its weight. The lightning struck tower is a doorway to a new paradigm of self. Okay, so um, it she also has here... It says it's ruin and destruction of old patterns, structures, and conventions. It tears down. It burns away what is no longer needed. Um, it's about revealing core values, uh, major shift in energy, sudden dramatic shock, shocking and major change. Okay, so one of the things that I want to kind of like do, which is because I, I don't know if the star is going to come up in the reading. If it does, then great. But... Um, I had to redo, I had to retake this part because I accidentally read the star one, but I was like, you know, what? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to do it again anyways, because it's like, I feel like this didn't happen by accident. So it says here, um, at the end of the tower, the ego, the conscious idea of self riddled with mistakes, regrets, illusions, delusions, and untruths, as well as truths, ideas, illusions of separateness illusions of needs or instincts of human life. They are blown completely away. The lie is exposed. And when you find you cannot stand on that lie anymore, everything you know or knew begins to vanish and disappear. All will become black and empty. And then alone will be a single light. That is the truth. It is the star. The star will guide you home. So you have, you have the tower and then right after the tower, you have the star, right? And, um, I just, I just love the way, and even just listening to it, like it really, it feels like it is doing something for me. Like it really feels like it's just kind of reiterating. Um, and I feel like, I feel like this is what this check-in is about, right? Just kind of like reiterating, um, for those who are in need of it, that everything is going to be, um, for some, everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be what it needs to be is what I should say, because I don't ever want to sit here and say, you're going to be fine. Like, I was hearing that when I was, like, pushing baby out without an epidural, and I was just like, are you kidding me right now? 
like everything ended up being fine but sometimes people don't want to hear that especially you know depending on what a person is going through you know it's hard to like hear someone say it's gonna be fine you're gonna be okay right and so it's just like everything's gonna be what it needs to be okay so we start off here with the seven of wands which is really interesting because when i (laughs) this is so funny like after i i after I was done and I was like uh, cleaning everything up, I saw the Seven of Wands after the last card we had pulled for the last reading. Okay. And so we start off here with the Seven of Wands. Okay. So usually the Seven of Wands, they usually um, depict it as like a person sitting on a cliff and they are, def- it seems as if they're defending themselves from Styxtas, you know, being. Um, you know, that's coming from the bottom of the card, right? Now, with this one, I forgot what this one is called, and I feel so silly. I think uh, Chris Ann made this. She's the same, she's the one who also made the Muse Tarot. But I, I had this visualization of, I was like, what card, what deck am I going to use? And then this popped up in my head. I just ran and got it. But with this depiction here, She's encased in some kind of, like, crystal-like bubble type thing. She is sitting down. I grew up um, hearing, like, knowing this as Indian style, but it's probably a different, uh, like, her legs are folded, okay? And she kind of has her hands, like, in a prayer kind of, like, um, uh, form, right? And she is looking off to the side. Her eyes are closed. So... Which, what's beautiful is that she has locks, and I have locks, too. <clears throat> so I do feel a sense of connection. And she has this rune here. I think it's the rune that, uh, it's it's the, the um, what is it? It's the, the what, what animal is it? The, the, the antler type thing? I forgot. But she, um, she's just, she's sitting there, and she seems, like, she seems at peace. And remember, that was a keyword that we had probably, was it last week or this week? One of these readings that we did, um, it was the one where we were talking about undisturbed. But she does feel undisturbed, and she it feels like an intention of some sort. Um, now, these things, like, I feel like, I feel like, because at first it seemed as if, like, these sticks are what was keeping her up, right? And... To me, that feels like it's an illusion. Even when you look closely and you get past this, the smoke, you, there is no connection between the tip of the stick and the cushion that she's sitting on. So to me, this kind of translates to uh, the the drama or the the suspense or the intensity or or whatever that like fuels right like movies, right? Uh, so for some, you know, the drama, right? The drama of, of like, I'm thinking about like, cause you know, like they have like all these reels now where a lot of women are, you know, expressing their, their, I guess you can say toxic behavior when it comes down to their reliance on men or the, you know, their men in their lives, right? Um, and so it is supposed to be like for, you know, comedy purposes and stuff like that. Right. Like it, it, it feels like in that sense, like this is a person's like 
way of gaining popularity or, or getting money or whatever the case may be. So it's like, oh, let's talk about this. And, you know, everyone understands this. Everyone, like, laughs at this. So hopefully this will give me some money. This will give me some 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 clout. This will give me some followers. And, you know, this I can become an influencer or I can, you know, make a living doing this or something like that, right? Um, so it can kind of come across as, support, as a support system. But in reality, right, like, that is not sustainable, right? Um, eventually, like... The, uh, the partner gets tired, right? Or say, for instance, right, on the other side where men will, you know, do, because I don't, you know, I don't really watch a lot of, like, that kind of content. Um, but, uh, like, th they'll, like, post what they'll, they'll post in that it could be, like, in some way, shape, or form, ex uh, ex you know, uh, talking about that toxicity or whatever the case may be or behaviors that are, you know, pretty problematic. And, like, that could be, like, their support system, right? But in reality, like, it's not sustainable. Okay, I should have literally just said, or vice versa. <laughs> Instead of, like, all, saying all those extra words. But really, um, honestly, I think the truth of this Seven of Wands, right, it's not, it's not even about engaging in that, right? Um, because we talked about in the last episode episode called Urge of the Pur uh, Purge the Urge. Um, and I got that from a podcast. Uh, well, I don't know if it's, if it's a podcast but it was a, or if it's a lecture, but it was a discussion that Brother Panic had on um, Uncle Hank's channel where he was talking about it's not about engaging in the urge to react or interact with um, our shadow e shadow emotions or our dark emotions, right? So anger, so and 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 the urge to slap somebody, right? Uh, insecurities and the urge to project that insecurity on someone else. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I guess in in that sense, where it becomes a support system you know, aside from making money, it's a support system in the sense where it can either become a complex or it becomes a character, like a personality trait, right? So it's like, I'm insecure, so I don't let my husband look at other women or, 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 or do da 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 Right now, of course, there's rules, right? When you're married, like there's rules or whatever the case may be, right? Just out of respect, for your marriage and your relationship, there's boundaries, I should say, right? Out of your out of respect for your marriage, right? But there's a there it's there's that, and then there is projection of insecurities, you know. Um, and I can, you know, I will be transparent here. I have dealt with that, right? Um, for for a long time growing up, I've constantly always had people tell me how beautiful I was. And then when I became an adult and I had my first kid, um, I gained so much weight and it just wasn't the same. <laughs> it wasn't the same. And so no longer having to, um, being able to hear that, um, all the time. And then, you know, I wasn't on social media, so I didn't have the, the usual, uh, people, you know, like saying, you know, commenting and liking my pictures. So I didn't have that, 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 um, 
confidence boost or anything like that, you know, and my husband struggled with insecurities too, but that was like in the beginning of our relationship, but that kind of laid the foundation of why I wasn't doing so a lot of social media anyways, because I just, you know, just, it was just more so like my husband became my best friend and, you know, I became his best friend and we just became just ours, you know, amongst ourselves. And so he, he, I'm not going to speak for him, but I will say like, for me, it was just like, I started to become really insecure and I, I started to project that onto my husband, especially, and it didn't help that my mom, you know, like she would, she used to tease me about it because she, you know, her having to, you know, witness and experience, you know, people, you know, saying all these things about me, you know, all these positive things about me. Um, I can't say what that did for her, but, you know, I would get dressed to go to the store and she would make a joke about it. I remember one time I had wore some boots or whatever to go to my grand, my granny's house or whatever. And that was during the time where like, people were wearing boots outside of the winter time. So I wore like these short, like ankle boots to go to my granny's house. And she made fun of me the whole walk there. And it was just like, Oh my goodness. And it was at the time where I was trying to get into, I was trying to like find my, my style, like get into fashion and all that stuff like that. And you know, like it was just really tiring having to hear her like, um, say something, um, <laughs> or comment and just say like, Oh, like you walking around with those hot, hot behind boots, but she said hot ASS boots. And it was just like, oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so, uh, I don't, I don't know what those things did for her. You know, I, I did find it sometimes it would be cringy a little bit for, on my, for me, like if I was walking with my mom and then like people would try and like talk to me and I was next to my mom or like people would say like, oh, like, let me talk to your sister. And she's like, that's my daughter. You know what I'm saying? It was just like really awkward. And I just never knew how that made her feel. Um, and so when I gained all the weight, um, like it was just like open season. And so I just felt like I wasn't attractive. And I immediately assumed that my husband thought the same thing. Um, and I just, you know, and it didn't help because I wasn't necessarily like a sexual kind of person. You know, my mom had kind of really suppressed a lot of that for me. Um, and so I never really was able to explore all of that. You know what I'm saying? And so I never expected it or wanted it, but to know that it was available or it was asked of or whatever, or, you know, suggested, you know, would have been nice, but because it just never, like, it, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, a thing. I took it personally. And so I started to become extremely insecure and I was just like, Oh, like if he would look at someone else, or he would watch a video or whatever. I would think like, oh my gosh, like he thinks that they're better looking than me. You know, I, I wouldn't even want to be next to him because I was just like, oh my gosh, like I don't think that, you know, I'm, I'm not attractive enough to even be outside. And so that really was an issue for me. And I, like I said before, I projected a lot onto my husband 
so much so that it just became rules. Like, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to look at that and that and that and that and that. And it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> it was, it was like really, it, it, it was definitely a thing. It was definitely a thing. And instead of me taking the time out to really just kind of work on my insecurities, and it's so interesting because I saw something, I don't know her name, but she, she's in um, Blackish. She's the mom. And she was talking about like uh, dealing with uh, your insecurities and fixing it and looking in the mirror and telling your and loving yourself. And if you don't know how to, if you're not there, they get there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just, I, at that time, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to do that. And when I just, like, it became a personality when my mom had said, like, I, I can't remember verbatim, but she had said something along the lines of, like, I bet when he goes outside, or I, no, she was like, when you, I bet when you're outside with him, people look, look and say, ew, why is he with her or something like that? And that really kind of, like, became just like a, like a slogan type thing. Like, it was just like, I'm just like, a like, it was just like this, it's stuck is what I should, it's what I'm trying to say. And, um, for a really long time, like I was just super insecure. Now this, I was insecure for years and it wasn't until I, when we had, when, when, my husband introduced the idea of us like getting a divorce and us having like going through our separation. I was just like, okay, I need to lose weight because you know, I'm, I'm getting a divorce soon. And it was, I was at that point when I was just like, I accept it. Like, shoot, like, let's, let's go, let's do this. But my husband was like backtracking. He was like, okay, well, I said that out of anger and frustration. You know, I'm going through a lot. But I was just like, no, no, like, let's do this. <laughs> and so I started losing the weight and I was preparing myself to to be on my own. And I just had this, this surge of confidence and just seeing myself. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm still here. Like I used to walk around and I used to imagine myself what I used with what I used to look like. And then I would look at the reflection and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, why am I not this person that I envision? But I was that person at that time. And I was, and I felt really good. And I just, I wasn't insecure at all. I didn't care what my husband did. You know what I'm saying? I was just so consumed with myself. And it was just like, I haven't felt that way in such a long time. But here's the thing, I never really dealt with the insecurity, right? The root of it. I kind of pulled it out like a weed, and that's what she says in the video. She's like, you know, you can pull it out like a weed, right? But it'll just grow back. And sure enough, here I am, right? Going through this phase of insecurity after I then gained all the weight back, <laughs> gained all the freaking weight back, you know, after, after getting pregnant. And here I am, you know, just here. You know what I'm saying? And so my reasons for losing the weight at that time was due to my separation and me, like, you know, putting myself back out there and, and hanging out with my friends and this, that, and the third. So I never really dealt with the insecurity. I just kind of coated it like a, you know, like a, a coat of paint. You know what I'm saying? Um... 
But I feel like this time around, like in this season, this year, like the year of the seven, right? Some people say the year of the God, right? It's, it's really, for me, I feel like is, is, is pulling me in the direction of really just trying like to focus and hone in on, on building true, true confidence in, in, in secured power you know what i'm saying and that's one of the words that we said right so strength and and strength yeah true strength right because i definitely do recall that year um i was very prideful like ooh, look at me look at me you you can touch me with a 10-foot pole you know what i'm saying i was like that was that wasn't cool that wasn't cool um but that was just, that wasn't even, that wasn't even like a true, like that wasn't really defining strength. That wasn't strength at all. That was like, that was like, uh, that was a disguise, right? And it was also too a projection from my insecurity too, because if you're, if you feel confident about yourself, you don't have to, you don't have to project it out into the world. You know what I'm saying? Like you would just exude that. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to like, who are you trying to convince here? Everyone, you know, the people or yourself, right? That, that you're confident in yourself and that you look good, right? Are you saying it because you want people to agree with you? Are you trying to convince someone because you feel like there's this underlying fear that's, that's there that you think that they might not think that you're, that, you know, or they're questioning whether or not you look good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like these, there's these things that kind of just like sticks out here. But, okay, so let's get back to the reading, right? So the Seven of Wands, really, it's just what we thought was, like, um, that support, it's not. You know what I'm saying? And um, there's this need to really hone into oneself and really find out what that core is, right? That core essence is, that core self is, right? Because, you know... Beauty is only skin deep, and I'll just leave that there. I don't know where else I'm going with that, so I'm just going to leave that there, <laughs> okay? So this is being clarified here with the Ace of Wands, the Three of Swords, and I think we got the Three of Swords last re reading. I'm not really sure, but really it kind of feels like with this Ace of Wands, it feels like a, a, a light, right? Shining right within the darkness, it feels, right? So the seven of wands is, is really just letting go, like just removing oneself from the external. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not going to involve myself in like what other people think or what other people say. I'm removing myself from what other people are doing and how what they're doing is affecting me. So forget about what my mom said, right? Right. In this moment, like I've, I've already confessed to it. I've already, you know, well, I've already opened up about it. I've already confessed how it made me feel. You know, I've, I've discussed all the things that I've needed to discuss as far as like what other people have done and how, and, 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 and how, and how that affected me. Right. Now let's get into our circle of silence, right. Or circle of, of self and really just kind of hone in on our pain here, 
our sadness, our sorrow, that word sorrow had came with the last reading, you know, and really just work on mending those things, right? Because if we constantly keep talking about what they did, what they did, what they did, it just really puts us in that victimhood mentality. And so we need to remove ourselves from that space, right? And really just work on just the pain, all the pain, right, that, that's just sitting inside of us, just festering, lying dormant, and, and it's not being tended to, okay? And work on, on seeing it, seeing it for what it is, okay, and, and, and mending it, okay? Tending to it, mending it, doing the things that is necessary, freeing ourselves from it, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is. The seven of pentacles is here in the challenge. And so I do feel like there is this sense of rushness with the seven of pentacles or feeling as if like there is no results that will be produced from it. So what's the point? Either way, um, it, it just kind of feels like seven of pentacles, the, the patience that it takes from it, the, the, um, the time that needs to be allocated towards it, it's not being, um, it's not being put to use, right? It's not being shared, okay, with the Seven of Pentacles and the challenge. And so overcoming it, right, we have the Two of Pentacles. And so it's this energy of neglecting the shadow, right? So it's like, what's the point? What's the use? You know, I'll just fix, you know, my marriage. I'll just fix, you know, my relationship with my mom. I'll just fix, you know, how people view me. And last night I was saying to myself, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm, 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 I'm so like, my husband was telling me like, don't stop tripping over. Um, <laughs> well, he says stop tripping over balls or whatever, but it's pretty much like just stop tripping. Everything is all right. It's like, you kind of like, it's like when you have something and you, you've come, you've completed the project, but you just constantly just like nitpicking at it and trying to fix every little thing. And it's like, what I'm seeing is like, um, a person like it has like a, has cut out a figure, right? But it's like the ears are too, they're not like, they're not symmetrical. So let me cut the right one. And now the right one is smaller, right? Or shorter. So it's like, okay, well now I got to cut the left one. And then you just sit there, keep cutting, cutting back and forth, back and forth, left, right, left, right, left, right. To the point where there's like the ears are gone. You know what I'm saying? And it feels like that with this two of pentacles. It's like, let me just focus on the physical. Let me forget, you know, let me, let me forget about the invisible, right? The internal, right? The core, right? Myself. Let me just focus on like fixing everything here, right? And hopefully things will work out, right? So it kind of feels like, it, you know, it meticulous in that sense. We're just like, I want to nitpick at like every little thing, right? And so, yeah. Let's see here the foundation. We have the Queen of Pentacles. We had that last reading, right? So Virgo energy. Page of Swords. We had that with the other one. I think it was called Understood. We have the Lovers. Okay, and then the Four of Pentacles. So, hmm. I, I kind of feel like like we kind of explained this here. Page of Swords, Libra energy coming through. The Lovers, Gemini energy coming through. Okay, and then with the Four of Pentacles. So, yeah, like, it really feels like well, pretty much what I said, what wanting to fix, like, the external but neglecting the self, right? But that also feels like also, too, like, let me fix you. Let me fix you um, and neglect myself. 
I don't, there's nothing, like, you know, it's like, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, hmm. It kind of feels like when a person is trying to tell someone about themselves, right, even though they are equally as messed up. Right. So it's like, oh, no, like you lied to me or like you don't do this, this, this for me. Right. And so it's like, you know, well, you don't do this, this and this for me. So like, who are you to tell me about myself? Right. And, you know, I. I. I am really good for trying to fix everything and, and, and control everything you know, because I don't trust that if, 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 if I let go, that things are going to work out, you know, smoothly, you know what I'm saying? And I can sit here, for instance, I can sit here and say, oh, like, you know, you don't, you don't show me affection and, and you don't do this for me and you don't do that for me. And my husband can say, well, whenever I try and lean in to give you a kiss, you cringe. So what do you want me to do whenever we're like going back and forth and, you know, I, you know, try and give you a hug and calm me down. Like, you're still angry, right? Like, it could be all these things. And I'm just speaking, I'm just saying this for an example. I'm using myself as an example a lot these days. But, um, like, it could be that. Or it could be like, oh, like, you don't talk about, you know, you don't talk about your relationship anymore. I saw that on social media where um, people, like, someone had posted, like, oh, when you, when, you know, your friend talks about, when your friend talks about their husband and then they get upset or offended when you don't talk bad about their, about when you don't talk about, you don't talk bad about your husband. And I was in the comment section, just reading the comment section. And like, it was just like, Oh wow. Like that's a thing, you know, like that's a thing. Like, it's like, Oh, like, so you can talk about like, so it's like, so I'm calling you up chit chat and just complaining about my husband and then, like, my friend is, like, not saying, like, she's just quiet. Like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Oh, really? And then it's just, like, quiet. And then, like, it's just, like, oh, wait, so wait. So, like, you're, you guys are, like, perfect now? Like, you guys are, like, great? Like, wow, good for you, huh? You know, so I guess you guys are not going through that issue y'all was going through with the last, like, with the last conversation or, like, what happened with last month, Right. And it's just like, girl, <laughs> instead of it being, you know, that it's like, well, maybe there is something here, right? Maybe it's something that we're not seeing here because we're just so heavily invested in trying to like, you know, you know, comp like comprehend or be in tune with like other people's, you know, stuff. Right. And I feel like here with this, with this foundation, like, it really feels like really just trying to deal with a partner, a situationship, a relationship, um, a friendship, or whatever kind of situationship that a person is, is linked to right now, but withholding, right, their own personal, their own personal possessions, right? It, that's, that's what it feels like. Okay. So let's see here. The past, we have the Queen of Wands. So Sagittarius energy, three of cups. Okay, eight of wands. Right, so here's the thing, what I'm feeling here. So the eight, the eight of wands, 
Hmm. It really feels like a, a, a quick thing, you know, like uh, as quickly as it came, it, it kind of feels like it goes away quickly. So like a quick burn type thing, it feels like. Now, I feel like with this Queen of Wands, Three of Cups, it does feel like um, influential in that sense. And um, oddly enough, the bottom of the Voodoo Tarot deck, um, uh, it's influence, right? And I feel like with this Queen of Wands next to this Three of Cups, someone here may have been, like, extremely influential in how, like, group settings or, like, social environments or, like, just just things, environments, right, kind of, like, went about, right? People were more cooperative, right, more they, they listened, right, like, uh, people worked with, you know, a person more, you know, and it was just more so like, okay, whatever you say, whatever you do, but it's like as quickly as it feels like it came or a person rise to fame, it feels like it's slowly being taken away here because we, 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 the past is with the, it ends with the eight of wands and then we are in the present with the seven of wands. So whatever that one ace that's being taken away here, this ace of wands, um, next to this three of, uh, three of swords, it does feel like in some aspect, right? It's, it's no longer like that, whatever that ace of wands that was removed, it does kind of hurt right? It does kind of hurt. But we can, like I said before, still and all, we can use this as a light, right? To shine light on, you know, th where this pain derives from, okay? The heart's facing the upside down. Knight of Cups here, Six of Swords, right? And so um, with this, right, this Knight of Cups is really just like this hopeless kind of thing, like just feeling like everything is just like beautiful, romantic, perfect, right? Um like like everything that a person could ever wish for and hope for right but because it's in the upside down like it does feel a little bit more pessimistic in that sense okay um um it's de it's depressing in that sense right it's dark in that sense that like how a person kind of like projects or reacts or move about right like it's it's coming from it's stemming from that right and so just not like and also, too, it, it feels like a dependency, a codependency here where it's like, okay, like gestures and all that stuff like that is as, is as if it's a person's like lifeline or it's like a, it's a battery pack that kind of uh, energizes a person or, you know, breathes life into a person, right? Especially next to the Six of Swords, right? So it's like if this, if this is not being displayed or if this is not being offered, then I, I don't have the fuel or the energy needed to move forward or to push through. So it could be a codependency here. Okay, heart space in the upright. We have here the nine of swords next to this two of wands. So the nine of swords, right, it really just kind of talks about tackling that that mind space, right? Like what's going on in your head, right? What, what are we constantly thinking about? What's festering in there? What is plaguing us? You know what I'm saying? What is what is that dark cloud? And I feel like when we see that in movies, that's, that's kind of symbolic to the nine of swords, right? So that, that bad luck kind of thing, that, that mind frame, right? Because I do feel like with this nine of, of swords, it really is in a sense, um, acting as a lens of how we, of kind of how we see things, right? In regards to the future, in regards to just like wanting, like cooperating, working, right? Balancing, right? Or just seeing, seeing, seeing the positives in things, 
okay, um, it, like, it's okay to see the good and bad in things, you know what I'm saying? But it's all subjective to, you know, the, the like, a person, you know what I'm saying? Not everyone view, you know, feels the same way, and even if there's, like, a group that, you know, all comes together, you know, from, a, from you know, from a belief, like, everyone still believes different things, right? Um, and so, uh, not everyone's going to 100% agree on every single little thing, you know what I'm saying? And so, there is this need to put ourselves out there and not shelter our, ourselves from what's, you know, what's out there and the potential, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like in the heart space, it's really just asking of that, like, just kind of like really just, um, ridding ourselves from that dark cloud and being able to just kind of trust, right? The potential, right? Because it's all potential. Okay. In the future, we have the Ace of Pentacles here, the 10 of Cups. Okay. The world, we've seen this world multiple times, these readings, and then we have the 10 of Pentacles. Wow. Very promising stuff. Very promising stuff. Wow. Okay. The temperance. Okay. All right. The bottom of the deck, we have judgment. So double up on the Sagittarius energy. Okay. Sagittarius is all, I was telling my cousin, she's a Sagittarius. I was like, y'all are lucky people. Cause I, I think you guys are connected to Jupiter and, and that's all about expansion and luck. And that 10 of cups, that Ten of Pentacles is all about it's as much expansion as it can get here. Okay, and wow, happiness and prosperity, togetherness, family, right? Um, and and like it's it's look when the dust clears, right? It's that clarity there. Um, and you know sometimes with the world, it's all about like in completion, and you know it's being confirmed by on both sides by two completions here. Right. So, you know, there's this need to celebrate. Right. Not for long. Right. Because, uh, you know, with this completion brings in like a new, you know, a new a new cycle. Right. But f for now, it's this energy here of like, just be happy, <laughs> like be happy, rejoice, you know, reward yourself, celebrate, you know, like dance, love your lovers, love your family, you know, love yourself, all these things. Right. Um, and also to make yourself available to be loved and 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 put yourself put ourselves in situate in the position where we can truly um, love others, <clears throat> love others because we 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 know what love is because we love ourselves. Right. And so it's not from this space of, oh, I'm going to love this person in hopes that they show me love. No, it's like I know I know what love is. Cause I, I love myself. Um, and, and so I'm then able to share that love, right? The love that I've grown to understand. I'm able to share that authentic love, that personal love to, I'm able to extend that to, you know, the people that I love. And then it's also to understanding those people, right? And if you truly love them, um, and if they're actually really worth it, I feel like with this Ace of Pentacles, it is that time, right, where we're able to really just kind of like woo saw and and have and take that moment to really show, right, ourselves and others, you know, how how we feel, um, without it being any kind of like negativity in that sense. Um, but I do feel like it, a person has to do the work. 
you know what I'm saying? Because it, it with this temperance coming after all of this, it's all about pol polarity, right? And so when we understand about polarity, um, when the pendulum sense, um, swings to the left, an equine will swing back to the right. And so it's this energy of understanding, right, like w with that tower and that star, right, that that these like in in the t in in the good times and in, in the 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 great times and the bad times right like these things are interchangeable i should say or they they exchange i hope this is making sense and so there's this need to be able to deal with both both sides okay both sides okay so yes, let's see here. It looks really promising. I'm, 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 yeah, like it looks pretty promising. I'm looking at the other cards here. Okay. Um, yeah, like I feel like this, this tower should really, should, should, should really, um, teach us like the, the valuable lessons that we need to learn so that we can retain the, those lessons and utilize them in life um, moving forward. Um, we don't want to have to. We don't want to have to go through a whole school year, you know, whole grade year, and not learn anything, any any new information um, to prepare us for the next year. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then we just have to repeat that grade year all over again. We don't want that for us, right? <laughs> so. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break and then I'll get the cards for the advice from spirit. All right. So we're back. We're back from our break. All right. So I decided to do the runes for modern life since there are runes here and I wanted to get that rune that we were talking about in the beginning of the reading. Um, first let's pull the cards first. All right. So what is the advice? What is the advice? What is this? What is the advice? What is the advice? All right, so the advice we have here, Kenaz. Let's see what this is. Let's see what this is. Kenaz. Okay, yeah, I found the, I found the rune that I wanted to show, but we're going to... We'll get to that afterwards. Let's focus on the advice. Okay, so the v advice is Kane Kane Aussie. Kane Aussie. Kane Aussie. Okay. So the meaning is torch, beacon, and fire. So this card is most strongly associated with fire. Fire brings warmth and light in a literal sense, but it can also represent intellectual and spiritual illumination. This card indicates sudden insight and outpouring of creativity in those aha moments of awareness and clarity. If you are experiencing confusion or stagnation, this card may represent the promise of light at the end of the tunnel or signify that an amazing breakthrough has already occurred or is imminent in some area of your life. When that enlightenment comes, you must seize the moment. It is the 
optimum time to initiate new projects, creative pursuits, or relationships. This card also contains a warning, however, fire is life and brings light into our lives, but it can also burn and destroy. Drawing this card can indicate that something needs def what definitively something needs definit definitively um, to end or to be destroyed before there can be a new beginning or a period of growth. Okay, and so the un that the the rune that I was referring to earlier in the seven of wands, I think. Is called Algis, so it's the elk or the shield. So it says Algis is the rune card that symbolizes protective forces. So yeah, it was kind of like so like that. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it, but the she's sitting in some kind of like she's she's shielded by like some kind of like bubble. She's like in her own bubble, but it's a protect. It can represent protective forces. Okay or the need for them to be built into your life. The elk is an animal that has impressive antlers for warning off and fighting enemies and drawing this card suggests that you need to turn the spotlight on your own defenses so that you are kept safe from negative energy and negative people. Protect yourself from taking care of your own, protect yourself by taking care of your own needs, challenging negative thoughts, and ensuring people don't take advantage of your good nature. The card also points to the importance of trusting and following your instincts. Combine an instinctive and intuitive approach to life with a resilient approach to negativity, both from others and within yourself. You have all the ingredients in life for remarkable personal growth and fulfilling life. Okay, so um, I wanted to leave, before I leave, I wanted to uh, bring this message about, so um, while I was driving to get something to eat with uh, the babies, um, I came across a video, um, I was listening to uh, the video, not watching, listening, do not watch and drive, okay? Um, this guy named Saad, Saad? Uh, Sadhguru, um, he was, I was looking up a video about confidence and all that stuff like that because we had just talked about it in the podcast and there was something that he said that really stuck out to me and, um, it, so much so that I had to have this conversation with my husband over the phone, um, while I was at Target, <laughs> um, not driving, but, um, he had mentioned something along the lines, he says to his daughter, don't, ex don't, um, look up to me or don't look... You know, he was telling her not to look up to him, right? But then he kind of, like, made it as, like, a general thing where he was like, don't look up to anyone or anything and don't look down on anyone or anything, right? Um, because when you remove yourself from doing that, you're able to see things for what it is. And um, I had this comment. I had to repeat this to my husband, and it all made sense, you know, because he, he said this to me, like, a while ago. And I took offense to it because I was like, what do you mean? But he said it along the lines of, like, you know, don't have any expectations. It was either don't have any expectations when it comes to me or lower your expectations when it comes to me. And I was just like, what you mean? Like, what you talk about? Like, so so you don't have to do anything in the relationship? Like, what, like, what are you getting on, you know, about? And... 
we never finished that conversation because I was like, I'm not, I'm not listening to that. Um, <laughs> but I was ready to listen to the comp to what he had to say now, <laughs> months later, probably. Um, and he was, he finished it off by saying like, you know, like I didn't mean it to come across as like me being lazy, but it was just from the standpoint of, um, so that I personally, me, me, the person who's talking, the wife, um, didn't have to get let down because, you know, I like, and maybe like others have these kind of expectations of what a husband should be and what a husband should provide in a relationship based off of like, and from, for me personally, I've got it from books, from movies, you know, from, you know, from the mistakes that I've seen men in my life and in my family, you know, um, what they've done, the good things and the bad. And I've, it was, it's a culmination of all these things. All right. So we got a special guest. <laughs> um, so, okay. What were we talking about? So, um, what he, he, he was pretty much saying that, um, he didn't want me to, you know, get let down, uh, because of the high expectations or the impossible expectations I may have placed on him or I have placed on him throughout a relationship. Um, you know, oftentimes I, you know, and I thought about it cause like oftentimes I realized that like, say for instance, something as like romantic as like gift giving, right? Um, you know, the ideas that I would have would be like from, you know, movies and books, right? But, you know, nowadays we have social media, right? And so we have other influencers and just other couples, you know, other couple content creators. Um, and, you know, but with movies just in general and books really as well, but more so movies, they, you know, there's a whole, there's like a million dollar, you know, production, right? Um, when it comes down to creating the kind of, like image that will feed our heart's desire and our fantasies and sometimes even for some fetishes right and so when it comes out to the real world when i received gifts yes in the beginning i'm very grateful and i'm very appreciative but it it's not it's is most of the time it's not like what it's cracked out to be like in the movies you know, I mean, you have like the music going and, you know, the technicolor and, you know, all, you know, the, the acting and, you know, come to find out psychology, psychologists, right? I think I saw somewhere they were saying that psychologists, like they help to, um, contribute to, uh, uh, the movies and like, uh, or at least music. I think I heard someone mention it probably for the panic, but anyways, I think it was music. But, you know, it, it's, it's different. It's like a whole different level than in real life. You know, real life is just, is more so like more mundane, more kind of like normal, you know what I'm saying? And so oftentimes, you know, I've found myself in that, you know, stuck in that delusional space where it was like, you're supposed to, you know, throw out the rose petals and the candles and the 
and the music and take me to a hotel and you know do all these like fancy schmancy stuff that you see on tv and now that you see on instagram or social media and then you know when we combined it with his personality and my personality like that's not stuff that like i really you know i really care about you know what i'm saying like and that's not something i've or at least that's not something i've cared about for a long time and so you know it, it's that and just having the, having that conversation is what, what I'm trying to say is having this conversation made me realize that okay all of this has helped me to kind of realize how much I have been way too controlling and just not really being able to just experience um and so I kind of had a, I kind of had like a closing sentence, but that kind of got um, thrown out my mind um, once the baby uh, cried. And I, I don't even think I can remember what it was. Like, but I was going to say something along the lines of like, you know, for now, you know, like set the intent moving forward, like set the intent, but just let it go you know, don't think about it anymore. Now it's just more so about just letting things be, right? Just experiencing it, things to just experience and just be more open um, to what life life has to offer because everything has its place. I think um, Sadha Guru said that. He said everything has its place. And so, um, you know... Let's 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 cut back on the judgments. Let's cut back on the expectations. Set our intent, and you know, you know, maybe for for some that's it's a little hard to like let it go too too much. So cross your fingers and hope for the best, and um, just be more open, you know, this time around. And you know, like at least for until the the week closes, right? Because this is just you know, this is just a. A follow-up. Oh, that's what it was called. Yeah, follow-up. So this is just a follow-up for, you know, the rest of the week. And, um, yeah, with all that being said, I'm going to ta-ta for now. Okay, so thank you so much for tuning in. I hope I was able to help you out in any way, shape, or form. Good luck to you all on your amazing journeys. Until next time, peace. Peace.